Well, 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 welcome to another episode of the Fearless Parody Podcast Show. You know, parody doesn't come with a manual. It either does parody a child, preteen, or teenager. In fact, parody is very scary. It can cause every parent out there to be fearful, me included. The goal, the purpose of this podcast is to provide you with information and resources that help you overcome family life struggles difficulties and challenges and to be able to parent fearlessly. So every week we provide information and resources to help grow your parental leadership while growing the leadership of your child, preteen, or teenager. In short, we are here to help you and your children become the best versions of yourselves. So get ready and dive right in to today's episode. All right, moms, dads, parents, and guardians, welcome back one more time to the Fearlessly Parody Podcast. Today, I'm excited to have as my special guest, Isaiah Cruz. Isaiah is a board-certified psychiatric mental health nurse practitioner. Now, he specializes in addictive medicine. He has experience with depression, anxiety, bipolar, schizophrenia, heroin addiction, cocaine, meth, food, and porn addictions. We're very proud and very happy to have him here today. So without any further ado, let's welcome Mr. Isaiah Cruz. Brother Isaiah, thank you for being out here today, man. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Well, let me tell you, I'm excited to have you here, but the subject matter we're going to kind of talk about here today is kind of, it's kind of serious. Uh, You know, I have you all because I want to equip my parents to uh, better protect their children from certain addictions. But before we jump all off into that and, and get ultra serious, why don't you just tell my audience a little bit about yourself so that they can get to know you? Yeah. So I am also a parent. I have four daughters, aged two, Ooh. seven, eight, and 11. <laughs> You're ruined, yeah. guy. I yeah. have one daughter and I'm ruined. So if you uh, got four, man, you're, you're ruined four times. I love my girls. Yeah, That's I wouldn't so have it any other They're way. great. Daughters are awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we do a lot of daddy-daughter dances. Um, it's kind of our thing. Recently, my girls uh, joined jiu-jitsu, teaching them to defend themselves, things like that. <laughs> love good. it. Yeah, married. My wife is also a nurse and... Uh, my professional life, I started addiction medicine 2016 with a heroin addiction outpatient. So I did that and alcohol addiction and uh, 2020 transitioned to mental health as far as depression, anxiety, bipolar, all that stuff. And uh, 2020, 2021, I was treating alcohol addiction and I, uh, I noticed a handful of guys over the course of one month, a handful of guys said, I'm no longer taking this medicine for alcohol. I'm taking it because it keeps me away from porn. And I was kind of floored by it because it's pretty, it's a kind of a shameful thing to just to admit I have a porn addiction. So how many people are taking this medicine and not telling me because they're embarrassed about it. So then I started doing some research. There's been several medical journals published about this medication for the treatment of internet sex addiction and uh, sex addiction, pornography use disorder. It's a, it's been well studied. 
And then, uh, so I wanted to look up some resources for my patients. So, uh, so I can send them somewhere to get help. And I just couldn't find any place to send them. So talking to a lot of my colleagues, uh, a colleague and I decided to, to bridge that gap and make mm. a, make a company. So we partnered with a telemedicine company that, that, uh, that services all 50 States. And we, uh, we, we offer medication to help pornography use disorder in all 50 States. Well, moms and dads, we're, we're about to, to, to talk about some things, you know, particularly poor, poor addiction, things of that nature. So if you got little ones running around or anything, Hey, now it's time to pause. You go set them off to the side because we, we really want to talk heart to heart with the parents out there because there are things you need to be aware of so that you can protect your child, so you can protect yeah. your tweet, so you can protect your team. And you know what? You can protect yourself. Yes. Okay. And, and um, I'm not putting myself above anybody. Anybody is susceptible to this and uh, to not be prepared is to open yourself up to all sorts of things. So the purpose of this interview here today is to help prepare you parents, help equip you so that you can protect your child, you can protect yourselves. And and that being said, you know, Isaiah, we're living in challenging times. And and, uh, so let's go ahead and touch on on that tough subject that is so difficult for many of us to discuss. Christians and porn, yeah. uh, you know, and it, it, it has sort of become epidemic. Yeah. Yeah. Not much better than the secular world. And it's, uh, see some of the statistics, um, out of Christian adults, 18 to 24, 76% actively search for porn. Get uh, out. Yeah. And pastors aren't immune either. 21% of youth pastors, 14 percent of pastors say they currently struggle with porn and, and, and see the 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 enemy makes those distinctions you know uh, but if you are a christian leader parents and stuff he, he's really gonna push in in those areas but you mentioned this medication and uh though we're not here to criticize any type of medication quite sure, sure the medication is given for good reasons mm-hmm. but uh well, is there anything that we all know about that particular uh, medication or, or, you know, why, why is, does it do what it do? This kind of people take it to to prevent them. Uh, yeah. Porn addiction. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Good question. So I do get a lot of resistance when I when I talk about medication, because in general, a lot of people are resistant to medicine, which I'm OK with. I understand if if. If uh, I could live a holistic life with no medication, medication, all for it. But some at some point, sometimes people do need medication, and we're glad it's there when we do. So, uh, uh, our company Noex, we provide two different medications. The first one is a more popular one is naltrexone. It's FDA approved for alcohol use disorder and opiate use disorder. Prescribed off label for uh, pornography and gambling use disorders. So how it works, it works in three different ways. One, it makes a person less impulsive overall. Okay. Two, it helps to reduce intrusive thoughts about porn. It may not take it all away, but it's going to help reduce the intensity and frequency of these intrusive thoughts. 
oftentimes I talk with people and they don't even want to watch porn. All of a sudden images start popping in their head and, and, or something they see, or they, they look at a computer and that triggers them to start having thoughts. So it helps to reduce those. And then the final thing that this medication does is it limits the endorphin release from external stimuli. So my typically the next follow-up question I, I always get is, is it going to limit dopamine release from good things like uh, having sex with my spouse or hugging my kids or things like that? Short answer is no. It, it does distinguish sure. external stimuli versus internal stimuli. So it, it the, what I, uh, a lot of my patients will say the biggest, uh, biggest scenario that it helps with is say I had to do something on my computer. I open the computer my brain has that Pavlovian response, computer, (laughs) internet porn. It already starts releasing endorphins soon as I open up that computer because my brain knows what's coming, even though I'm not even planning to look at porn. So it helped, this medication will help to shut that snowball down before it even gets started. And this uh, first medication, naltrexone, it does not affect the libido. And that's why it's often used, um, people as kind of a fan favorite. Um, so then the second medication, citalopram, it's a SSRI antidepressant, pretty common medication. It, uh, we use it for pornography use disorder for two reasons. One, it helps reduce anxiety. And then two, it does cause sexual dysfunction. So it reduces your libido and a person can be on either one of those or both of those. So now if what I read on your site, everything you, you say pornography is sort of like a hit epidemic. Why, yeah. why is that? Yeah, I, I call it the three A's. The affordability, anonymity, and accessibility. And so it's affordable, completely free. It's accessible, any internet access you have. And it's it's uh, anonymous. You don't need to put in your name. You, nobody needs to know about it. And you can... Um, you can search porn and and nobody really knows. There's no indicators. It's not like if you are addicted to a substance like alcohol, people are eventually going to find out because you're going to smell like alcohol. You're going to have all kinds of symptoms. Well, with porn addiction, there is no symptoms. There is no you, you, what what we find is people start having social isolation. They're choosing the computer over going out with friends, spending time with family. Well, see, I was going to ask you about that. The the negative aspects of what's life. Mm-hmm. That, that pornography has. Yeah. So you're, you're headed yeah. down that road. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. So uh, pornography addiction. Uh, biggest question I get is how do I know if if I'm addicted or when does pornography use transition to an addiction? So most of most of the listeners are assuming are Christians. So it's going to be kind of hard for any Christian to say pornography is okay. I think it's a fair statement to say it's against religious, religious views. But I do talk to secular people who aren't Christians and they say, you know, nothing's wrong. There's nothing wrong with pornography. I watch pornography once a week. I'm not addicted. Then then break down the, some of the negative effects of pornography. Um, So pornography is the third leading cause of sex trafficking, according to the national human trafficking hotline. Yes. I had, I was, I was in a podcast and, and they, that guy told me the exact same thing. There's nothing wrong with porn. And I came in the statistic. And I said, chances are you've watched porn and somebody in that video was not willingly there. How do you, how does that make you feel? Are you okay with that? And of course we changed the subject shortly after. Uh, but there are some negative stuff that even if, you know, say you're listening and you're not a religious person and that's okay, but there are some 
objective negative aspects to porn that it's pretty hard, pretty hard to, um, to pretty argue with. Not nine out of ten pornography videos has aggression or violence towards women. Like that's that's pretty astounding. Oh, yeah, that, that's totally unacceptable. Yeah, absolutely. Any porn in and of itself is unacceptable. Right. And then that aspect of it just adds to it. It even makes it more unacceptable. Absolutely. Any aggression toward women, uh, beating them down, laying hands on them, being aggressive toward them yeah. you know, is unacceptable. Absolutely. And the problem is the kids these days are getting their sex education from porn. So the guys are saying, thinking it's okay to be aggressive during sex. Women like it. Women are getting the picture. It's okay. This is what men like, and this is acceptable, and it's not acceptable. Wow. So the moms and dads that are out there that are listening, and I know some of this is hard to listen to, they want to know how they can look out for their child and how they can look out for themselves. Yeah. So it does start with us parents uh, because do do you call out the um, sex advertising with commercials? You know, you say, Hey, you see how they're using that person's body to sell their, to sell their, their product, you know, call it. It is what it is. And right. Right. Even the soft pour, when you go through the grocery line, you know, mm-hmm. you're, you're sitting there at checkout line and, and there it is. All these magazines, it's just the soft pour right yeah. there. Yeah. Do you do you fast forward or change the channel with the with the intimate scene on Netflix, or do you just let it play through with your kids watching because they're they're getting the message that this is okay? Um, and so, as far as parents goes, ninety eight percent of men and sixty percent of women have watched porn in the last six months. So if if ninety eight percent of men, sixty percent of women, wow. In the last six months. Yeah. So, so adults, we have to um, be the example. Even if your children never know that you watch porn, they're going to pick out. A, uh, this is a, the, the, this is the line that kind of changed my life. You ha- cause I have four daughters. You have to be the man you want your daughter to marry. So even if my, my daughters never found out that I watched porn, I'm the kind if I'm the kind of guy who watches porn, they're going to uh, subconsciously look out, find a guy who watches porn as well. So I have to be the difference. So that's what really changed my life. That statement there. But as far as go back, back to your original question. So um, we know that um, by 94 percent of kids by the age of 14 will be exposed to porn. So it's going to happen. So we, I always say the storm's coming. Let's grab an umbrella. Let's make a plan because we know it's going to happen. Start talking to your kids. Give them the vocabulary they need because they don't know what they're going to be exposed to. So define, this is what pornography is. This is what I want you to do when you are exposed to pornography. Call it out. Call it what it is. This is pornography. I need to turn away and I need to tell my parents, depending on, uh, and even regardless of their age. So, and, and as parents, our jobs is not to freak out when our 10 year old comes and says, you know, Jimmy down the road, his older brother showed me X, Y, Z video. You it's a parents, your natural response is to call their parents yelling and screaming. <laughs> that, that's not going to be helpful. No. <laughs> yeah. but, but, but you, but you want to, uh, 
Yeah. You, you are praised still for coming and telling you. Yes. And that gives you an opportunity Absolutely. to speak into their life right then and there in yes. a positive way that keeps yes. them from going down that road themselves. Yes. So your, your kid tells you, you know, I was exposed to this and you know, they had a video of XYZ. Well, how did that make you feel? Did, did, it, did you have a, what was your gut telling you? You know, I don't care who you are. Your gut's going to say this is wrong. Because uh, mm-hmm. I was exposed to porn when I was 10 and I knew what was wrong, but it was so cool. Uh, but uh, deep down, I knew what was wrong. And your kids know it too. So yeah, everybody else is telling you that it's cool. The, the messengers yeah. of the world is telling you that it's cool. But you're right. Deep down inside, I think God puts that little moral compass mm-hmm. in there and go, you know what? You're not on course. Mm-hmm. You're, you're off track. Yeah. And you can talk to your kid about that. Like, how does that make you feel? Did you know, did you have a gut feeling that it was wrong? Well, yeah, that was God telling you. That was your conscious telling you, Hey, something's wrong here. I'm proud of that. You, that you came to me and, and you're, and you always have permission to come to me and tell me about this. I'm not mad at you. Uh, you're not in trouble. You mm-hmm. always have this, this open conversation for us, but more, more practically parents, we, we need to, not give our children unmonitored access to the internet. That's kind of step one. Step one, given. Uh, Internet blockers, depending on how old your kids are. Um, Average age of exposure is 11, but get this statistic. Out of all the porn consumed by by, uh, pediatrics, so under 18, 22% of porn is consumed by eight and nine-year-olds. Oh, man. 22%? 22% of all porn consumed by by kids. <clears throat> so internet blockers are important. Um, so there are some that uh, block each device. There are some uh, that block all your IP address. Uh, so you have like a um, clean browsing.org circle dot uh, meet circle.com. And then you have bark and covenant eyes are some of the main big ones that, that people use. Uh, and, and I always kind of recommend as a kid gets older and, and a parent's judgment, transition from an inter- internet blocker to an accountability software because mm-hmm. what we don't want is to to sh- shelter the kids so when they do turn 18 they go wild yeah go out there go hog wild so mm-hmm. let's let's give them a little bit of rope while we still have sway over them and while we can still influence them in a positive way let's let them make those hard decisions themselves and account and, and when they get to the point to where they can engage with an accountability partner Man, let me tell you, it it, it helps out a lot. I, my, my best friend is my accountability partner. And for over 20 years, he's been my accountability partner. So, you know, things come up, having somebody that you can talk to about different things. And, and then, you know, I always follow up with my wife afterwards, you know, sort of like having that practice conversation. But mm-hmm. you that, that openness to be able to be open and be able to have open conversations with your accountability partner and your and your wife or spouse is so key. Hey, Isaiah, uh, why don't you tell my audience not only where they can find you, but I like to take some of these uh, blocking of sites, some of these uh, site mm-hmm. blockers, as well as some of the accountability sites and put it in the podcast description so that when parents check out this podcast and they go to the podcast description, not only will they know where to find you, but let's have accessible to them 
the site blockers and some of these accountability sites like Covenant Eyes. I've heard great mm-hmm. things about them yeah. so that parents can take advantage of that. But first of all, tell my parents where they can find you. So we're at nox.net. So no-x.net. If you still have questions, we do just the medicine. We decided not to do the therapy uh, because there are there, there's excellent therapists out there who, who who provide excellent service. So we just do the medicine. Uh, if you have questions, you can click up on our story section and you can book a 10 minute free uh, chat with me. We can talk about medication and see if it's a good candidate. Uh, so that's no-x.net. We're on uh, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, no-x.net, and uh, we'll come up there. Well, parents, you know, I, I believe it click and go. So we're going to have those links there so that you can click and go right to Brother Cruz and this information, as well as have the uh, some site blockers there for you, a, a, as well as some accountability sites, because uh, mom and dads, you know, it, it wouldn't hurt us to take advantage of those accountability sites if we're not already doing it. So uh, that brings us to the end of this segment. Isaiah, I want to have you back one more time, brother, to, to continue this conversation. Is that yeah. good? Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited. Outstanding. So Bob's and dads, again, that brings us to the end of this episode. So until next time, God bless. Well, that concludes another awesome episode. Please, please check out the podcast description where you'll find links to family and parenting resources. And I want to thank you, moms, dads, and guardians, for listening to today's Fearless Parenting Podcast. I truly hope you enjoyed today's show and that it added value to you and your family. And I want to leave you with something that was once said by two-time Nobel Prize recipient Marie Curie, who once said that nothing in life is to be feared. It's only to be understood. Now is the time to understand more so that we may fear less. That is why we have this show, to help you understand more about parenting so that you can fear less. So I want to challenge you, like I always do, to go forth and fearlessly parent. God bless.